Hey there, Omaha. Welcome into another episode of Restaurant Hoppin'. I've got a fantastic guest for you today, but real quick before we get to them, I have to tell you about Certified Piedmontese because this is a brand I am so excited about. In fact, I will never forget the first time I had Certified Piedmontese. The crown jewel of my initial visit to Casa Bovina was a beautiful rib cap that was so lean and tender, it was almost silky in texture. The moment that beef hit my taste buds, I was hooked. These animals are raised all natural on a network of family ranches across the Midwest, so Certified Piedmontese is able to cut out the middleman and buy directly from the source. And while I highly encourage you to check out Casa Bovina, you can savor this beef at home, too. Whether you order off Piedmontese.com or by calling one 800 414-3487, your purchase will be shipped directly to your front door. Plus, when you use my discount code HOPPEN, H-O-P-P-E-N, you get 25% off your order. How can you beat that? So what are you waiting for? Get some steaks, burgers, bacon, or other meats and experience the certified Piedmontese difference for yourself today. And now, to my guest. Hey there, Omaha. Welcome into another episode of Restaurant Hoppin'. I'm your host, Dan Hoppin, and I am so excited for this episode today because for all the restaurants that I visit, I feel like the ones that I like the best are the ones that have some real heart behind them. This is not an industry that you enter for for money, for fame, for anything like that. You enter it because there's there's heart and intentionality behind what you're doing, and I think that is definitely the case with my guests today. I have the owners of Barb's Breakfast Bar, Amaya and Amanda Frazier. Guys, welcome so much to the show. Hello. Thanks for having us. All right. Real quick for anyone listening, uh, because we have multiple voices on the podcast today, can I have each of you just introduce yourselves real briefly? Yes. I'm Amaya Frazier. I'm Amanda's little sister. (laughs) This is my big sister, and we own Barb's Breakfast Bar together. I am Amanda Frazier, and this is my little sister. (laughs) I am her big sister, Amanda Frazier, and yes, we own Barb's Breakfast Bar. Okay, and let's get into it. So with most episodes, I like to start off talking about the food, and we will definitely get into the food today, but I think we have to start with the reason why you guys are doing it first, and and that's, that's your mom, Barb. Can you just tell me a little bit about Barb and how her legacy lives on through your food truck? Um, Barb, her name is Barbara Celeste Frazier. Uh, she was born in 1969. She developed breast cancer. She found her own lump in her breast, actually, when she was 33. Um, she fought cancer. She had her breast removed. It spread out of her breast. Um, actually, when she went to the hospital, they told her she was too young. But this was back in, this was years ago. And, um, so ended up spreading. So she had her breast removed. She did chemo treatments and radiation treatments. Um, this happened when I was 12. Amaya was two. Um, my mom was super strong. She she showed that all all the time, all the time. And um, sorry. <laughs> she was like I said, she was super strong. She um lost her battle with cancer July 12th of 2008. Amaya was nine and I was 19. And um, I know what a lot of people with death, you know, it's so, so normalized. And sometimes, you know, um, people don't really realize what, what grief is until you go through it. And um, it's been a long, a long journey um, without our mom. And there was 10 years there where it was, you know, very dark. And, you know, uh, for at least for me, I only can speak for myself and, I took years of taking that um, 
that pain from losing my mother in negative ways. And it's like Barb's Breakfast Bar was finally this opportunity to take all this energy because love never dies. Let me just say that. Take all this energy and put it into something positive. And I've had to cry many times and I've watched my sister cry. And I just want to say that Amaya is identical to our mother. So if you want a depiction on what she looks like, it's Amaya. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Amaya is just like my mother. And when my mother passed away, Amaya was nine. So it took I was alone for a long time, you know. And my sister has grown into something so amazing. I mean, she is she's the goat. I'm the big sister, but she's really the goat here. And I get to experience this love through her and through the food truck again. And so that's where it all started. We have this passion, you know, uh, we share the same pain in that nature. And then coincidentally in our life, um, Amaya has worked the front of the house um, for the last seven years. And I've been in the back in the house for the last seven years. And breakfast was a, a good opportunity that we came together growing up in the house. Amaya's been scrambling eggs since she was two. <laughs> like, yep. that was her job you, in the you, kitchen. You can tell when you taste them. There's <laughs> some experience in those scrambled eggs. Yeah, so it's just been great. Like you said, you don't do this to get rich, you know. It's more about um, this experience. And, like, we get to just share that love that we had with our mom when we are on the truck. And we've taken it one step at a time. Um no loans or anything, you know, $1 at a time. And some days are, you know, can be a little overwhelming sometimes. But like I said, that's what we're doing it for. For At least that's what I, what I know that's what I'm doing it for. It's for the love and the passion. And then we finally can just put that in a positive way. Was Barbara a great cook? She Did, was. Yeah? Yes. Was breakfast her specialty? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. We used to have people come over all the time just for, for breakfast. For breakfast, yeah. It was like a whole thing. Like, you know, people come over for dinner on Sunday. It was like, no, we're going to go over there Saturday morning to have breakfast. So it was pretty special to us. Amanda, you mentioned that the truck has become a way to channel all this energy, all Mm -hmm. this, you know, all this emotion that you have in a positive way. How so? How do you feel that? Just because... The when you when I go to work, I, I still work full time. So when I go to work, I feel like I'm working. But the food truck is actually harder labor than my job. But I don't feel that labor, you know. And anytime it gets overwhelming, um, it's actually a personality flaw of mine. I like to like get out of the situation. You know what I mean? But this this is the first time where it's like this is something I can't stop thinking about. This is something I can't get away from. And I think that's what they call passion, you know, and I feel like that's what I found. And so even though there's no money involved, I still am rewarded, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's something I've never experienced. It's always been about the money because obviously um, we have, you know, bills to pay and things like that. But I wouldn't stop doing this like, you know, so that's what I mean by I finally have somewhere to put this energy, you know, into something because there's a lot of energy there <laughs> when it comes to my mother and my sister, because I truly love them. And I like really believe that the world was created in love. And if we all can just get on the same accord and show love, you know, that would be, that would be great. For, that would be my perfect world. So I do this to have those couple minutes with people to plant seeds. You know, I'm not perfect, but if we can have a conversation and I say something that might help you get to another level 
because I've come out of darkness and Barb's Breakfast Bar has been a tool for me to see the light, you know? So if I can have this platform on the food truck and just get those opportunities to meet different people that I would never meet if I wasn't doing this, like Kitchen Council is amazing. Um, Holly and everyone that's in there, they've been so welcoming. This is all new to us. So just community and love, and that's what it's all about. And so I get a chance to do that, you know? So... Amanda, if you need another side hustle, I think you could be a motivational speaker like tomorrow. Somebody needs to be paying you to like inspire people. Normally, five minutes into one of my episodes, we're talking about burgers or pepperoni pizza. Right now, I'm like, I'm about to start crying. Like, no, no, don't apologize. This is great. Transparent today. No, this is awesome. I I love it. You are you're bringing it, and it's fantastic. Thank you. So this is not a full-time gig for either of you guys. This is something that is you're doing. It's a passion project on the side. Yeah. How many hours a week? And I'm sure this varies, but on average, do you think you spend on on the on the truck? Um, probably thirty-two yeah. hours. Yeah, <laughs> that's a heck of a side hustle. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> but it's so worth it. It's so rewarding. Like we don't just wake up to go to our nine to five nothing wrong with the nine to five but it's something that's greater for ourselves and we used to not even like to speak of our mom because of the pain it brought and it, you know we used to choke up over just the sound of her voice not her voice her name mm-hmm. so now we're in an environment where people are always asking us who barb is and we don't get sad yeah. if anything we laugh about it now <laughs> yeah and we get to you know experience it in a different way how much of a blessing is that to get an oh opportunity god. to carry on her legacy oh yeah. my god such a blessing mm-hmm. such a blessing like yeah. so I, I mean we're talking 30 plus hours on the truck and even if this were your full-time gig and you didn't have another job like restaurant life especially food truck life is tough <laughs> yeah like you mentioned the bills dealing with customers i mean there there's a lot of really challenging aspects to this industry when when you're kind of in the thick of it and it's just like like you mentioned you feel like you just want to walk away from it yeah how how inspiring is it to lean on because you watched your mom fight she did not give in she fought it she was there for you guys how in like how do you use that as an example and an inspiration to not give in and say hey we got to keep going in this <laughs> we do this all the time we do. <laughs> it's we do. never easy yeah but at the end of the day, it's like you have to pick and choose. And that's the beauty of life. You have a choice. And we always choose the light, the love, the better. Because on the other side, the other choice is not all love, happiness, positivity. It's like I have to go to work to make money. This is we get to go to work and get positive yeah. inside. We get to meet new people like you. It's not all about the money. That's really where it comes down to. Because we would be quitting because of the money. Like, we need money. (laughs) That's the only reason we don't quit is because it's not all about the money. And we have to remind ourselves of that. Mm -hmm. One of us is, you know, on the Laura ends of things. You're like, it's not about the money, though. Remember? You're right. It's not about the money. So, yeah. It's just we we feed off of each other's, you know. um, We have... I have good days, you know, and sometimes I might not have a good day, but Amaya is there, like I said, to remind me and the memories of our mom is there to remind me. And that's really what keeps me going. Um, I'm very, 
I just I just try not to be too hard on myself. If something is making me sad, I feel those feelings, I'll cry it out, you know, and there's always tomorrow. So I start over again a lot, <laughs> you know, so but that's just we're human. And like I said, I want to be as transparent as I can because I think sometimes when you look at a business owner, I know myself, I think I just see all lights and glory like, "Oh my god, this is amazing." And you know, where do you where you know and I just want to let you know the real like it's just it doesn't matter what you do in life there's going to be difficult days and we lost our uncle actually a couple weeks ago and I had a realization like wow okay even when you're doing everything right in life it's like life is still going to happen and it's like I had to ask myself am I solvent enough to you know run a business and know that life is still going to happen I'm still going to take losses like I'm still going to cry um I still might not be able to afford this, that, and the other, but at the end of the day, you know. <laughs> it's a choice. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. And so we just choose light every day, over and over and over again. I want to repeat that. This is a choice every day, every second, every minute, every hour. You have to continually remind yourself of love. I feel like if you go back to love, it pretty much works itself out, right? Man, you guys are awesome. <laughs> no, seriously, think about the, yeah. the most, the most, someone who made you upset. You're angry. You're in the midst of that anger. You're feeling that anger. This anger feels great because you're mad and you want to sit in that anger. Whatever, I'm like, okay, I come back to love. My argument's canceled. It's canceled. And sometimes you just have to sit back and realize that. Like, it's love. That's it. That is it. It's love. And I also want to say that if the food truck ever came down to anything other than love, Amaya, I, I feel we would be done with it because we know this bond that we have on the truck, we can have without the truck. So if the truck turned into something that wasn't what we believe in and love and light, that can go too, you know? So you just have to remind yourself that, you know, that self-care, that self-love, family, that's all that matters. It's all in that community, you know, (laughs) making someone feel like those people at kitchen count. That's those people. I shouldn't say that (laughs) because it's a community and we are a part of that community now. And they show us that. And these people are so successful. And sometimes I have to remind myself who we're bumping shoulders with in the kitchen, you know, and because I mean, like, like not to undermine what we've done, but they just have some really amazing accomplishments and they make us feel invited. So that's what it's all about. I, I mean, I think these first 15 minutes have shown exactly why yeah. you guys' food is so good because it's not something that, you know, okay, we're, we're throwing this together. Just get it out the window as fast as we can. Okay. That burrito was sold. That's another $2 in our pockets. Okay. Look, yeah. Next person up, next person up, next person up. No, it's, we're representing here. We love what we do. We love what we're, what we're representing. We love the people that we're giving it to. We're going to give them the highest quality products that we can produce right here, right now in these circumstances. And yeah, like I said, I think that's why your food is so good. You guys ready to talk about some food? (laughs) Let's Let's do it. All right. So at any point in this conversation, if you're listening to this and you're just like, man, I got to try this place. You can keep up with where you can find Barb's Breakfast Bar. Follow these guys on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, just search for Barb's Breakfast Bar. They've got a beautiful little piece of toast with some angel wings on it. That's the <laughs> logo you can be looking out for. Um, from what I've seen, you guys are usually posted up somewhere downtown, usually around coffee shops and stuff. But 
if you follow them on social media, they'll, they'll keep you up to date on where you can find them. So you offer a pretty pared down menu. There's a couple, like four breakfast sandwiches, a couple burritos, um, a traditional breakfast, a couple bowls, but it's not like this massive menu. And, and there's so many things that you can do with, with breakfast. What was the, the strategy for you guys keeping that menu so lean and clean? Just to keep it lean and clean. We didn't want to experiment outside of the box too much because that's not what we had at home. We didn't have anything too crazy at home. It was yeah. very traditional meat, eggs, something sweet. Potatoes. <laughs> something, potatoes. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. And we wanted to keep it traditional to us. We didn't really want to go along with the trends like gluten-free or vegan. Nothing wrong with those things, but that's just not where we came from. So we didn't want to represent anything that we don't know too much about. Yeah. So that's why it's so short and simple. But that allows you, like, I love tiny menus, to be completely honest. I would much rather go to a place that has eight menu items than 48. But you know that those eight menu items, you guys have made that time and time again. You have mm -hmm. honed in on, on those recipes and you have them down as opposed to making a bunch of different things. So the names of your menu items are very interesting. You've got <laughs> names like the goddess, the king, the promise. What, what is the kind of the, the origin behind those names? was literally standing in my kitchen <laughs> before I mean maybe a year before we actually got started and I know we had the seven I, uh, menu items and honestly if I'm honest they came out of the thin air <laughs> really as you're like cooking these and trying to decide what you're gonna put on yeah you, you... like when I wrote down the goddess I'm like that just sounds like a burrito it just you know I can't really tell you exactly where they came from. Well, we definitely wanted to keep it in a positive <laughs> light. Um, we wanted to keep, you know, the energy high. And with those names, it's kind of like you respect the king. The goddess is beautiful. All very enlightening names. Not like, you know, fat croissant, you know, because mm -hmm. who wants mm -hmm. a fat croissant? <laughs> you know, we could have went silly with it, but we wanted it to be respectful. This is behind our mom. So all very respectful loving light you know all yeah. that good stuff and what i really like about your food is it's it's just simple food cooked really well it's <laughs> scrambled eggs but some of the better scrambled eggs that you're gonna find like you're not throwing in a bunch of gastronomy there's not a bunch of sauces or like yeah. candied bacon or like, you're just cooking bacon and sausage and eggs and just like doing it right and focusing on those elements i think that's what makes it so great by the way, I thought of the phrase that I was looking for two minutes ago. Jack of all trades, master of none. You guys are the masters of those eight. So, Pat, I want you to leave that in. Me being an idiot not being able to remember that phrase. Jack of all trades, master of none. Okay. Um, I, I think one of the best things that I've had from you guys is the king, which is a breakfast sandwich that has bacon. It's got sausage, egg, and cheese onto a croissant. It is salty. It's fatty. It's savory. It's simple, but it's brilliant. How do you, when you have like such limited ingredients, how do you keep it all in balance without like, you you know, like I said, you're not throwing a bunch of sauces or like caramelized onions or anything on there. You got to make sure every one of those elements plays its part perfectly on every sandwich. How do you keep things in balance with so few ingredients? I, li I know. I like how 
I know what I like to eat. <laughs> and <laughs> that's, that's basically what it is. I know I would like the sandwich like that. So I would hope and pray that everyone else would like it like that. What do you think? I agree with that. You agree? I agree with that. We're just, we do. We're, we're, we're good at uh, testing our food, too. So. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. So we try that's not how to eat improved. too much of it, though. We <laughs> really do try not to. But our dad is a huge sweet and savory guy he's a big foodie too yeah. so i think those food combinations really come from him he used to dream of food yeah. and he would make it the next day for dinner oh really him. yeah <laughs> he's like yeah. i just dreamt of this amazing meal yeah. we're gonna make it and we're gonna eat it yeah. so sounds like my kind of guy yeah. yeah so it's kind of just we think of it put it together and we just go with it why we talked about this a little bit when I visited the second time, but why are we not using more croissants on breakfast sandwiches? <laughs> yeah, like wh why are we using like stale English muffins yeah. or like you know whatever bread? Give me a buttery croissant that is just going to like unleash yes. just that moist buttery goodness <laughs> every time I bite into it. Yeah. What like is, is that what you guys grew up making breakfast sandwiches with, or where did that idea come from? Because I don't see it enough. I just. I've always, that's always been a favorite of mine. A croissant. a croissant sandwich, yeah. I think growing up, I preferred Burger King over McDonald's just because I'm like, Burger King has the croissants. That's for there you go. Can we please go to, no, nothing to get to, you know, but that's just, I don't know, just a preference. A kid preference yeah. moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Okay. I got to ask now about the scrambled eggs because just about everyone has made scrambled eggs at some point in their life. So they're kind of thought of as like a simple, you know, food because anybody can make that in their kitchen, but it takes some skill to make scrambled eggs really well. And I think when you taste a, like elite level scrambled eggs, you're like, Oh, something's different here. Yeah. So I'm not asking you to like give away all your secrets, but what are like one or two elements? That, I mean, obviously the, the experience you've been cooking them since you were, yeah. two amanda said <laughs> yeah. but what are one or two like things about your scrambled eggs that you think kind of take them to that next level um definitely wisping i sit there and i wisp for a while because the longer you stir the fluffier they get so that was pretty cool and when our first time moving into the commercial kitchen oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know anything about i've always been in the front of the house serving taking people's orders, getting the food out, not really cooking in the back. So I've always cooked eggs on a pan, like a frying pan. <laughs> so I brought my frying pans from home <laughs> to the commercial kitchen to try to cook them in a pan. But I forgot we were cooking for the masses, not just <laughs> at home. So I went from a frying pan to an actual flat top pan. And I've learned that you have to keep the eggs moving or else you get, you know, not good eggs. So you want to <laughs> wisp your eggs a lot and you want to keep them moving. So that's my advice. So making good eggs is like cardiovascular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exercise. Sounds like life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I used to get, up, not upset, but I was like, Amanda, you don't cook as much as me yeah. <laughs> in the kitchen. She's the chef. The, the chef. real <laughs> chef came from chef backgrounds and I'm cooking a lot of eggs. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, we get to switch hats a lot. We do. You guys have mentioned Kitchen Council several times, and I just want to bring it up for, for listeners who aren't aware. Um, I've had a lot of other 
people who work out of Kitchen Council on the show, and I had Holly on the show a couple months ago. She was tremendous. Kitchen Council is in Council Bluffs, and it is a um, it's a it's a commercial kitchen where several different concepts and and pop ups operate out of, and um, that's where places can go and prepare their food and then take it out in a food truck or take it out in a pop up. Uh, food needs to be prepared in a commissary kitchen. You can't just like cook in your home and then take out take it out and sell it not allowed right so shout out to kitchen council they're shout awesome out to kitchen council seriously <laughs> are there any I, I know we talked about how you guys like to keep the menu pretty lean but are there any menu items that you are like dreaming of putting on there oh okay that, that looked excited <laughs> yes, what do you got Okay. And by the way, we won't hold your feet to the fire. If you say okay. something okay. here, you feel like, oh, no, now we have to put it on the menu. Yeah. We're not going to do that. Okay. But that just gives people another reason to follow you on Instagram because they right. can hear what you're about to say and then and then wait for it anxiously and see if it ever comes. Okay. So we really want to bring a lunch sandwich. Okay. It's a croissant sandwich. I'm, you have me already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> loaded with bacon, loaded with fresh spinach, and it's got our secret sweet and hot sauce drizzled on top with mayo and it's, it's, really it's good. pretty amazing it's very refreshing it yeah. still has like the sweetness from um the breakfast you were from expecting yeah but it's got some heat behind it too so it's definitely it's giving amazing. lunch yeah. yeah it's giving lunch brunch good sandwich but refreshing mm -hmm. that's something we're really leaning towards right now to look out for that okay. <laughs> is that close or is that just kind of something that's in, in the distance closer. okay yeah okay we kind of want to stay out later yeah. after lunch i mean after breakfast hours so we're kind of trying to come up with a very small limited lunch menu okay yeah cool let's get into you guys backgrounds a little bit because you, you've teased it out amanda you said you've been in the back of the house um amaya you've been in front of house what what are your I, I don't know if you want to name, you know, restaurant names or anything like that, but just kind of give me like a quick background of your experience in the restaurant industry. Um, my very, very first serving job was actually Lolo's Chicken and Waffles. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that was pretty cool. I was super young, didn't really know what I was doing. Then I moved into a couple of other restaurants, but the last previous kind of where I'm at, I'm in limbo right now going between the food truck and my part-time job, but Jay Gilbert Steakhouse. Oh, okay. It's yeah. fine dining, more fine dining than anywhere else I've worked. So that's where I came from. Yeah. I've learned a lot from Jay Gilbert's. I mean, like silverware on the right, protein to the right, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Thanks. Um, I've been in about, um, I don't know if someone should be excited about it now, yeah. but I've been in about like I was like six or seven different kitchens. <laughs> so I've learned a, a lot of different tricks or trades. Um, I didn't go to culinary school or anything like that, but I've just worked around like, like just like kitchen council, like on my journey, I just get lucky enough to be around some really awesome people that are nice enough to share, you know, their wisdom with me. And I'm a hands-on learner. So I'm always looking for ways to learn things. And that's kind of mine. I've just, I know. I wish I had a better. <laughs> you don't have to have a better answer. Yeah, that's, better a fun, answer that's a great answer. It. Yeah, I've just been in different kitchens and I've just learned different things. And it's just everything that's lined up to, um, I know exactly what I need to know to run the food truck. So it worked out. How do you think you guys' variety of experiences? Because it doesn't sound like there's a lot of crossover. It's different restaurants. Yeah. It's totally different concepts. It's 
front of house versus back of house. How do you think that like kind of yin and yang allows barbs to have success? Excuse me. That's exactly what it is. Kind of yin and yang. We kind of, you know, what I don't know, Amaya knows what Amaya doesn't, you know, I might know. And we just kind of, it just works. It's just, it ended up working out very well. It definitely works. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I don't know. Sometimes when people meet us, I, we don't know what they think about us, or expect, <laughs> but we just show them love. And hopefully that's kind of what we usually hope conquers it all. Yeah. Because there's mean people out here Yeah, in this world. So we have to take care of each other and protect each other. True that. So we try not to be too soft because we don't <laughs> want anyone to, you know, step on us. But I try to play the nice role. Amanda tries to play the nice role. But we will definitely be... <laughs> Me, you'll come down to. on somebody. Yeah, we definitely to. will. And my sister's got my back for that. I've got her back, so yeah, we help each other. Who had the idea to start the food truck? Where Where did that come from? Um, we used to live together as roommates, and we were on our porch, and uh, it was during 2020, so we were just at home, stuck, <laughs> yeah, making money, yeah, not doing too much, and. We were doing everything. We remodeled our house. Yeah. We uh, bought stuff. Yeah, painted the porch. Paint. Just trying to stay busy. Just trying to stay during busy. COVID. And then yeah. we were like, okay, what are we going to do to show for this money that we have? Yeah. So we immediately started taking our um, unemployed checks and just putting it into something that actually mattered. Yeah. So that's kind of where it, it all started. COVID. It's a COVID baby. Pandemic baby. I think that's what they call them. Pandemic, Pandemic baby. baby. Yeah. Yes. And that is something I've heard it so many times in in this podcast studio. Like, obviously, COVID, absolutely terrible. So many bad things came from it. But one of the few good things that came from it was so many talented people all of a sudden were furloughed, laid off, whatever it might be. And all of a sudden, they had an opportunity to slow down and think about, wait, what would it look like if I took my dream, if I took my concept, the thing that I am really passionate about, And I brought that to life. And it sounds like that's what happened for you guys. Yeah, I think COVID was just like an opportunity to just stop, you know, and we were able to do that. Yeah. So when did, like, how did food truck enter your head? We didn't even have a food truck. Yeah, we didn't have a food truck at the time. We just started throwing oh, ideas. You know out. where food truck came from? Because But this is where it came We couldn't afford a building. Oh, yeah. I remember I called my aunt, like, I found this building, and it's amazing, and we have this great idea, and she's just like, Amanda, like, who has that kind of money? And I'm like, you're right. So then it, that's where food truck came. Like, okay, we can afford a food truck. Yeah. We can we can do that. We can make that happen. That so sense. that's why we <laughs> went with the food truck. True, because we even went to go look at yeah, the building. Yeah, we looked at the building and everything. <laughs> like, we were really going to tell this real estate agent. really big dreams. Yeah. 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 No so there's been times where we've had to like, okay, you know, take a couple steps back and, you know, you know, level up from there. But yeah, we've always just kind of go with the flow. Yeah. Hey there, listeners. We'll get back to my guest in a minute, but I got to remind you one more time about certified Piedmontese. Anyone who listens to this podcast or follows me on social media knows that I enjoy my fair share of decadent meals and delicious desserts. And that's why it's really important to me to eat really clean between big meals. And that is one of the main reasons I love certified Piedmontese. Piedmontese cattle have extra muscle mass, which allows them to maintain a rich tenderness without much fatty marbling. In fact, ounce for ounce, certified Piedmontese beef 
has fewer calories and more protein than salmon. Don't believe that healthy food can taste this good? Just try it. When you order off certifiedpiedmontese.com, use the promo code HOPPEN, that's my last name, H-O-P-P-E-N, for 25% off your order. You will taste the difference for yourself. If you are looking for steak, roasts, tenderloins, bacon, and more, check out certifiedpiedmontese.com and experience the Certified Piedmontese difference today. And now, back to my guest. Do you guys remember the first conversation where you first started talking about and not even food truck, but just it sounds like restaurant was originally the yeah. idea when you were like, hey, let's start our own food thing. Yeah. Restaurant, food truck, whatever it might be. What was that first conversation? I asked the Maya, I'm like, would you, I just basically asked the question, would you want to like r- run a restaurant with me? Could you see yourself doing that? And she's like, yeah, oh my God, I would love to do that. So I was like, let's do it then. Once I knew that we were like on the same page there, it was a go. Yeah, we immediately started walking different talking yeah <laughs> yeah we were already restaurant owners yeah after that conversation In immediately yeah so it kind of was just like we're not taking no for an answer like nope that's yeah you know, if this if it was a no we were figuring it out yeah. so i think that's a good reminder when times get hard sometimes i'll say well remember our first trip to restaurant depot how happy we were to be there because yeah. we've been there so many times now so it's like oh my god restaurant yeah. depot you we were know? like oh that's the owner of so and so yeah that's yeah, the other owner yeah. of this other place so we can just always remind ourselves just like i was saying earlier if we as a community can always remind ourselves of love if we can always remind ourselves of that humble beginning it's always like refreshing like okay this isn't that bad this is what we asked for this is what we want like we have to keep moving forward Okay, so ground floor, you guys decide we're doing this. We're opening a food truck. What, like, what do you do? Where do you even start? I went to um, the Greater Chamber of Omaha. Um, I went to a meeting there with my cousin. Is our cousin is Juanita Johnson, City Councilwoman? Okay. And so I went to a meeting there with her, and um, the one thing that came for that meeting was Holly's number. And it really went from there. Like Holly, Holly, I can say this enough. Holly is great. She's amazing. She's been so helpful through this journey. And I remember our first meeting with Holly, you know, we were just kind of like overwhelmed with all these steps I had. She was real with us and she told us exactly all the stuff we were going to have to do. And it was a little overwhelming, but she's like, you guys are doing it. And she said that on day one. And that just kind of stuck with me. Like, yeah, we we're doing it one step at a time. So. That's that's that that helped in our start. Kitchen Council, like I said, big shouts out to Holly. She's been amazing. So they have a whole food startup 101. Yeah. So a bunch of people were there on our first day and we all got to stand up and tell everyone what we were doing. And that's kind of another thing. You got to be able to stand up and say what you were doing and what you want to do. So as long as you keep expressing that, it kind of just snowball effects Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so as holly is being real with you guys and saying because it's important to encourage but also be like this is not going to be easy this is about to get real this isn't Mm going to be like the movie chef where you're just traveling around the country (laughs) and it's all happy hunky dory all the time and you're you got huge crowds every day there's going to be like there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes you got to learn was there any point where you were like Ooh, we're really getting into it here. Or was it still just like, yes, this is our passion. We are just all go, go, go. Oh, yeah. Whole first season for me was go, 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 go. 
Oh yeah. Was, I was like not human. <laughs> yeah. I was so passionate and so happy about what we had created and what was happening. I, I just this season a little different. We've we've seen a lot so yeah. far. Yeah. So we know what to expect and mm-hmm. what not to expect. We don't get very excited, too excited <laughs> for things cuz you know, once yeah. you get excited, you have a chance to be let down. True. So we don't go into anything expecting anything anymore. True. At first no lie. When we were having the conversation on the couch the very first time, we thought we were going to be rich. Yeah, we did. By our first event. <laughs> no, our first event, we were like, we're quitting our jobs. Yeah. We're not, we don't have to go to work anymore. And that was probably the biggest, like, yeah. moment of realization, a realization yeah. of like, okay, how bad do we want it? Right. And you're still here. And we're we're still, still here. here. It comes down to love. We'll <laughs> comes just, down to love. If if we if listeners got a dime for every time we say love on this podcast, oh, we'll be rich. <laughs> they could all retire. Yes, <laughs> all it takes. Mm-hmm. So so you mentioned going into kitchen counseling and bringing your pan in and realizing, <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm going to be at a griddle here. <laughs> no, I'm not saying this to embarrass no, you. No, it but, was. <laughs> but like, were were there any other realizations like that? Like, oh, you know, I'm you know, we're getting a to cook in a like real professional space now were there any other moments like that all the time all the today time. still all the time all the time we're always like oh my god i can't believe we did that last year yeah or yeah all these things i think it's good to just sit still sometimes and take it in yeah yeah so you can be appreciative and grateful from where you started from you get too busy you never take a chance to stop and look back um kind of use you you'll lose that gratefulness you know so yeah how helpful is it at Kitchen Council? Because you're sharing a space with a lot of other successful entrepreneurs mm-hmm. from Dan at Chef Around the Block and um, and Stacy at Veg Edible. I mean, so many different people that you can learn from, that you can lean on. How helpful has it been to to have those other people there to to bounce ideas off of, to learn from, just be able to talk to? That's been amazing. Super amazing. Once we got over the intimidation part, <laughs> yeah. super great, nice people. It's yeah. just us. I'm yeah. speaking. This yeah. is the us problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But once we got past that, everyone has input on what we should do better. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a, oh, you should do this. Oh, you should do that from like a family member that's never been in this industry ever. Mm-hmm. It's more of a genuine, this is a good idea. You should do this because it helped me. And there's a lot of that. And they help us. They kind of give us little pushes they to do, do push things us. we need to do. You yeah. know, like um, we saw a chef around the block the other day in the kitchen. And if honestly, we don't have any business cards. We haven't. I, I don't, <laughs> there's no good explanation for that. I just we just haven't prioritized that. We, like I said, we've just been, you know, but he gets on us every time he sees us. And he's waiting for our business cards. So, so he can help us so out. He can help us because that's something you need. Us. Yes. You know, so yeah, they're they're very helpful. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Though, yeah. Because we do forget sometimes like, oh, these people are probably going through the same thing that we're going through, like yeah. emotionally, mentally, physically, because yeah. we do a lot in the kitchen. So it is cool. You may not have business cards, but I want to give you credit for having a website <laughs> and, and yeah. a very professional looking website. I am <laughs> amazed you. every time I like look up a new restaurant or a concept and it doesn't have a website. And I'm just like, guys, you cannot exist yeah. on mm-hmm. Facebook. That will not last. But so good job on that. I don't know if you learned that from someone at Kitchen Council or if you just figured that out. We yourselves, had to figure but, that out pretty fast. Yeah. We just we wanted somewhere where we could just, you know, post our things without having to log into Facebook or yeah. do all that stuff. 
because people some people don't have facebook mm-hmm. that's a real thing people sure. don't have social media mm-hmm. so the website's the next best thing to get it out to people mm-hmm. we were a part of this secret sauce thing that kitchen council had going on it was like a seminar and he told us not to be the best kept secret that's probably the, <laughs> yeah. the biggest thing i took from the whole thing don't be the best kept secret yeah but sometimes we get you know get scared (laughs) did you see the body language (laughs) sometimes we get scared because it's overwhelming getting all this clout and um it's just a lot for us because we're very you know in the shadows type of people but we don't really like the starlight on our legit faces so this is even (laughs) kind of hard yeah this is yeah you guys are doing great you don't seem nervous You're, you're doing awesome uh experience piece of heaven i think i have a pretty good idea but i i want to get it from you guys H- how did you come up with that as your tagline um i like like you know our mother is you know gone to a better place so um i my beliefs are that that my mother dwells in heaven and i just like i said growing up i was able i feel like i was able to experience real love from my mother um and like I said, I haven't really felt that love in many other places. And so that's why I feel like it's a real love. And so the heaven and love experience is just an experience. Uh, we just want to share that experience with other people because we don't all come from the same backgrounds. And we have to remember that. And you don't know what the next person is going through or what they've been through. And um, you can be so quick to judge. I don't, you know, and I just that's what experience heaven is. Like, I want that to be a place of like, you know, community or encouragement or like celebration somewhere you can come and vent and not feel judged or like, you don't have to get dressed to come to BBB in the morning, roll out of bed and come. Cause you know, we're people like, we're all just people. And like, you just have to be sensitive. And that's what, that's what, that's experience in heaven to me, a very safe place, you know, where you're not feeling judged. And that's, that's experience in heaven for me. Very well said. Yeah. I, I don't know how to add on to that. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> again, yeah. motivational speaker. <laughs> just keep that in mind. Back of your head. Uh, when and where was your first event? First event actually was not on the truck. Okay. We sent out a mass text to family members and we're like, hey, we don't know if you guys know. We're about to start um, a breakfast food truck and we think the best feedback will come, you know, from you guys. So it was at my apartment down in like the commons area and we had, uh, we've gotten so much better with compact and stuff, yeah. but we just had stuff, you know, this whole spread. And so we did our first two breakfasts at my apartment with family. The first one was free and they tipped us really good. So we're excited. Like, oh, we're going to be. the second one we did five dollars a head with with family and then um the first time actually out on on the truck would be college war series so almost exactly a year ago it was at my place of employment um i was the cook at spearmint rhino gentlemen's club and they allowed us to come out on the food truck college road series so and that was awesome. Yeah. We were going from 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. Yeah. It was the nightlife. Yeah. So it we was... actually started in the nightlife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty awesome. We're actually yeah. trying to move back into the going at 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. Yeah. To feed those people that need some light. <laughs> <laughs> they need some food. Yeah. Right, they right, need right. some food. Yeah. <laughs> they need some food. Yeah. But yeah, that was pretty exciting. We've been 
figuring it out. Yeah. We did. We even went to um, a pet IQ, which is a workplace, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we did catering before yeah, we even had first, our truck. Yeah. So that was awesome. We were outside of our element completely, yeah. serving people in their um, break room. Yeah. It was a whole break room. And I would take their order, relay the message, and Amanda would make it, and then we would give it out just like we were on the food truck. So they were really nice to come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stu Coffee, shouts, shout outs to Maya Summers. He took a chance with us as well and let us park outside of the coffee shop. So just every opportunity is um, pretty much based behind really good people that um, believed in us. Yeah. What's the most difficult part about operating breakfast on a food truck? Um, we have to wake up at um, 3 a.m. Um, it takes about two and a half hours on a good day. Sometimes things happen, so we might be in the kitchen for three hours. Um, so we have to do that, and then we have to go. And um, we were at our generator got stolen like the second week um, of operating again. Jeez, come yeah, on. outside of the kitchen, and it was in the back of the truck, and someone took it out of the back of the truck. So one single person. Yeah. So this that's is, an extra step yeah. too. Now we can't bring the generator to the kitchen with us because someone might, you know, take it. So uh, we go pick up the generator and then we go pick up our uh, trailer from storage and then, you know, we load it up and then we have to go. So we spend a lot of time driving and it would be a lot easier if we were just going to one place and able to cook on the truck or in the building. But so I I would say that was the most difficult, the legwork. 3 a.m. 3 (laughs) a.m. For me, waking up at 3 a.m. to start my day was is hard sometimes, yeah. but it's rewarding. I have such a long day compared to other people. And I used to wake up very late in the day. So this is like a complete 360 for me. I used to not be a morning person. Yeah. Now I'm a morning person. <laughs> kind of have to force yourself. Into that. <laughs> oh, it's a huge force, but it's cool. It's a choice. I choose to do it. So yeah. It's okay. What are you think some of the most important things that you've learned over the past year especially and you can take this in cooking breakfast operating a food truck just operating a business in general like what are some of the things that you feel like you've learned that have been most pivotal to your success so far gaining a strong mind i'm very strong-minded now especially Mm -hmm. how did you develop that definitely waking up at 3 a.m those (laughs) thoughts are those thoughts are hard I mean I'm waking up for myself not only but I'm waking up for my sister our business just having that I want to express that everyone has a choice in life and you have to choose probably I don't know there's a number an outrageous number like a hundred thousand choices a day that people have to make it could be probably more but I think what got me my strong mind is I make choices and i know i have a choice to do things so just choose to do better for myself agreed what about you um i learned um how to back up a trailer (laughs) (laughs) that's a very important thing to learn (laughs) yes it really stressed me out i was like we got to make time so i can learn how to do this because of course you want to be self-sufficient in your own business um but it has to be backed up in storage. So sometimes I'll back it up in 10 minutes. I'm learning. So every day I have to back this trailer up in our spot at the storage. So sometimes it takes me 30 minutes. Sometimes I have to, you know, but um, I know how to do it now. And I'm excited about that. It's cool. That's a good skill to have. It's a huge skill to have. When you guys look at the future 
of barbs what do you see um i see good things <laughs> no um we just wanted to create like a fast affordable quality breakfast so with the like home style you're still getting that home style i just wanted to be something fast like you know um so that's what i see for the future little bbb trailers all over omaha nebraska or all over the world sharing love and light and fast quality affordable home style breakfast so so you want to stay small and mobile there's no dreams of opening a restaurant or anything like that it's you know I can't put my finger on it. Okay. It's still so young and new. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's a ball of clay. You guys yeah. can kind of mold it however you yeah. want to right now. Yeah. It's a very like solid ball of clay. Like you've got good ingredients to work with, yeah. but I'm excited to see where it goes. Next. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, this has been a fantastic conversation. I have two more questions for you guys that I like to ask just about everybody that I have on the show. First one is what is one thing that you think that customers and guests don't understand about the restaurant industry that you wish they did understand? I think a lot of times when customers hear the price, sometimes they're like, oh my God, like $20 for, you know, um, remember that this is how, you know, this could, the price, things are expensive. So I think a lot of people don't. People know that, but for some reason, when they order food and they feel like it's overpriced, it's a problem, but it's expensive for everybody. So you kind of have to lift those prices as things progress. Like you don't want to, like I said, affordable. I wish that I could sell everything for, I I wish I could have like a dollar menu and a $5 menu, but unfortunately, like we can't afford that. So I think that's something that people don't really think about, you know? It's it's amazing to me that people can go to the grocery store now (laughs) and see the increased prices and be like, okay. This stinks, but I know I have to pay it. Yeah. And then they go to a restaurant and see that, you know, that their favorite menu item is a little bit more expensive. And they're yeah. like, well, what the heck? Mm-hmm. This makes no sense. And it's like, well, guess what? If yeah. you're paying more for food, they're paying more for food, too. And like we talked about earlier, it's not like you guys have huge margins. You're not yeah. making gobs of money because, oh, this sandwich only costs us $2 to make and we're charging right. 10 or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, that's not how it works. If you And if you want a $1 breakfast sandwich you can go to mcdonald's and get something that some high schooler threw together if you want something that's created with love yeah it might cost a little bit more money it's gonna you're gonna taste it though (laughs) and it's gonna be worth it so sorry i kind of hijacked that one no you're that is a little mini rant that yeah (laughs) Yeah, i'm glad you understand (laughs) i hear people say stuff like that and it just drives me up a wall i I don't understand it but anyway amaya um i just want to chime in on what amanda said yeah literally I'm not going to say when, but we had a customer (laughs) actually do something that blew my mind. She didn't have payment. Like she didn't have um, the zip code of her card that I needed to take the payment. And she stood there and looked at us like we were supposed to just give her the food for free. And I was like, do you have any other form of payment? And she's like, no. (laughs) And I said, one moment. And I closed the window and I was like, Amanda, she doesn't have any money. What do we do? And Amanda said, we'll give her the sandwich for free. And that's what we did. But it just baffled me that she looked at me like I was supposed to just say that to her. Like, here's your free sandwich. Because you could never go anywhere corporate to do that. No. And it just blows my mind (laughs) that people think just because we're local means it's negotiable. And it's not. 
So true. Okay. Yeah. True. Those are very good answers. Thanks. But I want to get you guys out of here on a positive note. Yeah. And we've we've probably discussed this throughout the podcast, but I just I'll let you answer it. Anyway, what is your favorite part about being in the restaurant industry? Well, just to go back on what you were just saying, and also a positive note, like you just said, um, honestly, um, that's the experience of piece of heaven. And so I like, I mean, like, I, I don't want to take away from what you just said. No, that she do it did. though. <laughs> do it though. Cause this is, yeah, yeah. We come back to love every time, yeah. even though it was irritating, it doesn't matter. Exactly. And I'm glad she felt comfortable enough to know that we are the people that will give her that sandwich for free, you know, and anytime that I can do that, I will. I mean, you know, I don't want to have a lot, you know, like, cause I can't afford that, but if I could, I would, I would be giving out free sandwiches on my truck. So, right. True. We do. We, we do sometimes. <laughs> we do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we try and people are very appreciative of it too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's awesome. That's my favorite part. The fact that we can give back. We don't have much, but we do get opportunities to give back, even positive words or food. So that's my favorite part. It's amazing. Thank you. What about you? Are, are you echoing that or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, we, whenever we have extra food and we have time, we will take the food to the homeless. So that's always cool. Yeah, that is cool. It's like, yeah, we're doing this for a business for money for the food here and there, mm -hmm. but the food is not that deep to us to just throw it away. True. You know, or not have her go hungry. Yeah. Because she doesn't have money to pay for it. So, yeah. so whenever we have time, because sometimes we have to get to work right after we get off the truck. But whenever we have time, we will take an extra little trip and just hand the food out instead of throw it in the trash. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Best part. Well, customers, listeners, customers, no one's paying <laughs> to listen to this. <laughs> listeners, this is the point where I, I, gotta express to you like this is this is really good breakfast food like it's nothing it's nothing crazy like don't come here looking for cinnamon roll pancakes or <laughs> a breakfast sandwich it's you know got fried chicken and it's 10 inches tall this is just going to be breakfast food cooked extremely well prepared with care follow barb's breakfast bar especially on instagram i feel like that's where you guys are most active they'll let you know where they're going to be this is something that i would highly encourage you to try Amanda and Amaya, I'm so appreciative of you taking the time to, especially now that I know you're working full-time jobs and another 30 hours on the truck for you to give me an hour today. I appreciate it so, so much. You're Thank welcome. you for having us. This was great. It was great. It yeah. was awesome. We found a secret talent of Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that we found that. Yeah, we need to get you out on the circuit now. Yeah, whatever I can do. All right. Omaha, as always, thanks for eating with me. A Huda Media Production.